Hello, and welcome to The Kosh. I'm your host, Timber Smith, and The Kosh is a podcast that spotlights people who have had an association with the Oshkosh or the surrounding Fox Cities area. How's everybody doing this morning? Uh, Well, it's morning here. Maybe it's not morning when you're listening. Um, And you already know, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Well, semi-beautiful is what I'll say. It's not raining, but it's supposed to rain today, but it's not raining yet. And the weather seems nice, like not too muggy or anything like that. Um, And can I just say... I'm jealous because now that I do these on Saturday morning, you know what I'm missing? I'm missing the farmer's market. And I really want to make it to the farmer's market because they have my favorite burrito place, that burrito. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there is the burrito stand that is in front of New Moon. Those burritos are fire fire burritos and so (laughs) if you don't know about that you better find out about that um but one let me assure you of this i'm going to make it to get a burrito one way or the other this is going to happen not going to miss a whole summer of those yummy burritos there at the farmer's market all right so once again yeah you know what i'm going to say because i always say it i don't know how i got and another amazing guest. I'm super excited about this week's guest. Um, You will be too once we get into the conversation. And this week's guest, and um, I'm about to slaughter another name, y'all. So just forgive me. Uh, Well, more importantly, hopefully the guest will forgive me for the slaughtering of the name. Uh, But this week's guest is Robert Yankee. Perfect. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Nailed it. Wasn't even practiced. Wasn't even practiced, and you also know I usually try to get a, get the phonetic spelling before I say the name. All right, today we're batting 100 so far today. That's pretty good. Robert, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. All right, fantastic. Um, we're going to jump in, Robert. Uh, can you please share a little something about yourself and uh, what's your connection to the Kosh in the surrounding Fox Cities area? Yeah, the reason I got on the show is uh, meeting you at the Color Bold Association event down in Appleton um, about a month or so ago. Yeah, that was fantastic. So you were, you were there, and we ended up having a conversation. Love to come on and talk, help people. All right. Um, what Can you help our listeners understand what Color Bold is? Uh, Color Bold is an association that color people get together in an association to help others and i'm a score counselor and we're part of the small business administration so we had a booth down there to have anybody that was looking for some help that we mentor businesses at no cost yes so uh, what they do and there's there's like four different um nonprofits, really really quality nonprofits that help um people of color bipoc community um, if they're interested in starting a business, they help mentor, guide them, some help them connect with loans, some help um, find grants. Um, it's just a if you don't know, it's out there. Um, and I and I happen to have connections with all four. Um, if there's ever an interest, if you're out there and you're thinking, I would like to start a business, um, please reach out to me and I'd be happy to connect you with those different associations. Um, where are you originally from? I actually was born in Germany, and my dad was in the service. Right. And, yeah. And then we um, actually went to Texas and ended up moving to Nina and Oshkosh, and then back 
moved up to Green Bay. So, and then I went back in the service in Germany for two and a half years, and then back to Green Bay. Air, uh, Air, okay, Air. what branch? The Army. Ah, uh, all right. Yep, G- Germany base. What was your MLS? I was a combat engineer. All right. So another veteran out here. Love it. Um, how long have you been living in the area? Um, most of most of my life. Okay. Except for the few times where I was in the service and and he got and, deployed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those things happen. All right. Fantastic. Well, we're going to jump into the first segment. And the first segment is what in the world is going on with. This is your opportunity to start with the phrase what in the world is going on with. And then tell us what's on your mind. All right. Well, what's on my mind is I'd love to help um, people and others. And I'm looking to be on the show to tell people about SCORE. And I've all score, which we just talked about a little bit to help businesses that are starting out or people, it's actually people starting a business stuck in their business or looking for ideas. So we do all three. It doesn't have to be a startup business, which a lot of people think score is for. Um, the other thing I wanted, I'm on the show to talk to you about is, uh, I've been to Tony Robbins, um, big mentor of mine. Um, one of the things I started studying him is I found out he started the coaching industry and he charges people a million dollars a year for one hour a month of his coaching. So I said, I got to study this guy and figure out what he does that other people don't do and how he gets paid so much. So uh, <laughs> right? I, I, started going, I started going to his events and um, we, so one of the things I learned, I've been to 15 live events and a couple of online events. Um, one thing I learned from him that I love to share is called the six needs and why we do what we do. Okay. Um, well, you know what? I think we'll come back to it if that's okay. We're going to come back to it. Um, I'm going to jump into what in the world is going on with um, my what in the world is going on with. Now, see, this was an action-packed week where I had all sorts of things happen where I was like, man, what in the world is up with this? Um, One is I could go the path of the Supreme Court, but I'm not. Just because we've covered it in a past episode, please uh, go back and listen to uh, the Kosh episode with Lakeisha Hayes. I think we do a really good job of covering um, the Supreme Court and and the uh, decision that has been recently made. Um, Another thing, this morning as I was uh, taking Bosco the podcast dog to the park for his morning walk, um, I was driving past this car. And when I drove past this car, I caught this smell. There's these two people in it, a young man and a young lady. Um, it was early in the morning. I drove past the car. I'm turning. I'm making a left turn, and they're, they're making basically a, a right turn past me. And when I drove past their car, I caught a whiff of this smell, this smell that said, hey, I might have been partying. I might have been partying a little bit. And I was like, Wow, how much partying were you doing that when I drove past you, I could actually catch the smell? So that was one thing, but that's that's not the what in the world is going on with, even though that is a worthy, worthy topic. And maybe we'll talk about that another time. Uh, but my what in the world is going on with has to do with car mileage. So I think I shared with you, Kosh listeners, uh, the other week, like uh, that actually was last week's episode. And I was sharing with, um, I met Shai Long, uh, this amazing customer service gentleman that works for uh, the dealership where we had to take the car to get fixed. Well, when we took the car to get fixed, we said, hey, can you give us 
in the value for our car. You know, we were thinking maybe we might trade it in, right? And we were like, so give us a value. Well, what we found out upon getting this value of it is that if you didn't know, the motor vehicle uh, dealers or the motor vehicle department can put like when you buy a car, we bought the car about a year ago. We bought it used from a relative. Um, they can put the mileage associated with your title. Well, here's what motor vehicle did for us. They added a zero. So they have our car down as having like 800,000 plus miles, which let me tell you what that does. That doesn't help you with your trade-in value very much Bruh. at all. So it was, <laughs> was like, what? So, um, yeah. And now it's like, how do you even get that fixed? And I've, I kind of wondered, because if you haven't done this lately, I went online and I put the car online and I, I did like a, 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 a one of those online car places. I, I want to say Carva. I can't remember the exact name of the, the business, um, but you could put in your car and you could actually put in your VIN number and it would tell you, you know, the value of your trade in. Well, I did it without VIN number and it was one number and it was a lot more. And then I did it with the VIN number and this number almost like it cut in half. And I was like, why? What's going on? Why would it be that much difference? Well, when I did it without the VIN number, I had put in like all the details of the car and stuff. Right. Well, now I know why, because apparently associated with the VIN number, I have like 800,000 miles associated on this car. And I'm just like, wow. So, like, here's the thing. I don't plan on doing any, like, trading a car in, but I do feel obligated. Like, I should probably go get that fixed. Like, I just think it's bad because what if I do decide I want to sell the car? I don't want this 800,000 miles sitting on there. And the longer I wait, the more the mileage is expanding out, right? And so I figure I should probably go get that corrected. But one zero or they'll think you'll turn the wheels back or turn the numbers back how do you do that electronically i don't know but maybe and maybe they'll think that anyway but i mean like seriously i was just like come on now i think when somebody was punching it in which you know maybe they were just having that day at work you know maybe i would think like eight hundred thousand might have flashed up and said yeah that 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 don't seem right right or maybe there should be like if they're doing it on a computer system, like the computer system should like have a red flag and it'd be Bruh. like, hey, 800,000 miles is not really possible. That's probably mistake, mistake, mistake. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that is my what in the world is going on with. So I, I'm I'm going to have to go face motor vehicle department. I don't know about you, but uh, like I well. What I will say is this. Actually, Oshkosh's Motor Vehicle Department, I have had nothing but really good experiences with. Um, when I used to live in Milwaukee, maybe not so much. <laughs> That's a whole nother experience. Read them lines. Well, just, right. It's just, it's not the quality of service. It's the, it's the sheer volume of people. And that's different. So, uh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to have to go in there and try to get this fixed, which kind of kind of stinks. But... All right, so that's my what in the world is going on with. We will move on to the next segment. Next segment is word associations. All right, this is your opportunity. I'm going to say a word, and you tell me what comes to mind, Robert. All right? First one, food. I hear food is your medicine. Food eat for, is your eat, medicine. For, eat for your health and energy. 
Um, elaborate. Give me more. Um, I've actually lost, uh, I have a limiting belief I learned from Tony Robbins and um, I was called fat when I was a kid, um, teased. So um, I always thought I was fat. I could never lose weight. I'd lose 10, 20 pounds, go right back to where I was, that thermometer in your head. And uh, when I got that limiting belief out of my head, I lost, I've uh, lost 50 pounds and I've kept it off for, for quite a few years now. So I have to look at food as an energy source and not as a pleasure. So it helps me keep that weight down. Okay. That's, I'm going to have to say that's probably the most interesting answer we've ever gotten on the cash. I like it. Okay. Next cocktail of beer. I've actually, um, I'm on chemo. So I have leukemia. So I found out my doctor didn't tell me to stop drinking, but I found out that alcohol goes through bone marrow. So I stopped drinking alcohol. Um, I do it twice a year, once on my birthday to celebrate. And then my wife said, what about my birthday? So I said, okay, what, twice Bruh. a year. What <laughs> <laughs> so, about my birthday? So I can't, so I can't wait. My birthday's in August and I'm going to have some Jack and Coke. All right. Is that the favorite? That's my favorite. That's the favorite Jack and Coke. Okay. That's fair. Um, since you have given up, uh, it sounds like you've kind of weaned off uh, alcohol for the most part, except for these two times a year. Is there anything else uh, that we like to drink? Is there coffees, teas? Are you are you one of these Starbucks people? Because you look like you might have that caffeine never look tasted, in the eye. I've actually never tasted coffee in my life. Um, so what? I'm a weirdo. <laughs> How did you make it through the military with no coffee? I mean, that's like part of it. Chewy coffee for army people. Like, that's our thing. Like, you got to have the coffee strong with some ground sprinkled in it, for God's sake. And, and actually, it's probably because... Because my dad, I went try coffee when I was a kid, and my dad said, "When you go in the service, you're going to drink coffee." And I said, "No, I'm not." So I had to show him I'm, I'm right. And he's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never tried it. I actually started drinking tea about a uh, year ago. So I never had even had tea in my life until a year ago, and I'm enjoying doing different things and ginger teas and green teas. I drink tea too. Um, there's some really good stuff I found. Um, I had to back away from. Like uh, regular coffee, coffee, because, you know, I didn't believe that whole thing. Like as you got older, like that stuff is little, the caffeine's different, makes you a little jittery. So I, I, and it did, it started to do that. So I was like, ah, I still like the caffeine, you know, pick me up for the morning. But I moved to black tea and that's different. Like it's a smoother uh, caffeine start for the day. My go-to is always water. Love, Love water. Make sure I get enough in every day. Yeah. Are you one of these people that walk around with one of those big jugs? Yeah. <laughs> I have one sitting in front of me right he, now. He's pointing, he's pointing at the very large Yeti. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. All right. Um, we're substituting. We normally go to streaming, but this week we're going to substitute streaming with vision board. <clears throat> yeah. I love, um, learned a while back about a vision board. So, um, what I used to do is have a, I had a book and I'd take pictures of things I want to go to, people I would look up to, my mentors, and I had a book and I'd go through it every once in a while and then you don't do it all the time. So I took about 15 years ago, I took a, a cork board and I just put the pictures right next to my bed. So every day I get up, I do a, I have an exercise or I do 15 minutes of breathing and then I go and look at my board and put my uh, incantations and um, an incantation, if you're not familiar with it, is an affirmation with emotion. Um, learned that from Tony Robbins because I just read some stuff every once in a while. Now I put my emotion into it and even yell it out. 
Um, but I get to look at them pictures and see where I'm going to go. And I even had a weird, very strange experience. Uh, I, when I got out of the service, I wanted to go see all 50 states in the United States. And uh, Hawaii was my 42nd state. This was about five years or six years ago. I go to Hawaii, and the first day we get up, go down to the beach. I'm walking on the beach, and I started having deja vu. And all of a sudden, I saw this hut, and I'm like, this is the picture on my vision board. I was actually walking in the picture that I've been looking at for about Bruh. five to six years. Really? So That's crazy. I even got goosebumps talking to you about it right now. It's just the strangest thing that you could think of. But that vision board I look at every day and look at my mentors and it even has like I have George Foreman on there because he was my favorite boxer and I always go, you get a powerful immune system and I kind of make a fist and throw it out there and say, George, knock him out. We'll knock out that any disease, anything in my body. So I like that. Mind over mind over the matter. Got Muhammad Ali, find greatness within. You know, I got these sayings that I look at these people and Tony Robbins, peak performance, make sure you're doing the great things. So I look at these mentors on my thing and there's a one sentence that I have every that every mentor has that I gives me Richard Branson. What wealth does is give you the freedom to choose how to spend your day. So I say that every day. What's the most interesting thing you think you have currently on your vision board? Um, I would have to say I was going to um, actually go on to a cruise ship I had on there for a long time. I've been trying to go on for three years now, going to go to Alaska. That was my last state. And uh, because of COVID, they canceled it last year. You had to get a COVID shot to get on. I know I'm not against it. People can go get it, but I'm not going to get a COVID shot. So I will not go on the cruise. Um, so me and my wife actually went to Seattle last year and we flew to Alaska so I could get that state in and then came back. So she's going this this year, so I had to take that picture off because I'm not going to be on that cruise ship. Oh, but I did get to Alaska. But you did get to Alaska. Okay, fair enough. So my new my new picture that I want to go to is some huts that are on the ocean that you're like on a dock and your huts right out there and they got the glass bottom boats. So I have a picture, two pictures of them on my board. So I look at that and that's my goal. All right, yeah, those look really cool. Um, they're even. Are you talking about the huts? Like they're raised out of the water, yep. but they're like literally in the water. Yep. Okay. So yeah. I got two pictures of them and I look at them every day and that's my next goal that I want to go to. Robert, I'm liking this vision board idea. I think um, I might need a vision board. <laughs> that, that That's not a bad idea. And a cool thing is I actually just did this. I, I'm a volunteer for junior achievement and oh. I actually, um, I let the teachers usually let, ask them if I can do one extra class. And I usually talk about what we talk about ourselves, what we you know say to ourselves. And, and I talked and brought my vision board into these third graders and uh, the teachers came up to me after, and all the kids were very interested in it. And um, the teachers came up to me after and said, thank you for giving us that idea. Next week, we're going to take all the kids and make them all have a vision board. So I was like, that just made my day, my month, actually, just to know these. There was actually two classes at once, so there was about probably four, 35 kids in that cl- two classes, and they're all going to go make a vision board. I, You know what? I think, actually, vision boards are ideal for young people. Like, that would be really cool, like, if uh, that was part of some type of educational curriculum where, um, I don't know about you, but when I was young, I didn't know what I wanted to do or at all, right? You're just so busy doing school and you're every day in homework and sports and whatever it is or any other extracurriculars. But I do think it would be awesome if our young people were able to, like, put together their goals and had somebody had somebody who kind of assisted them with whatever their goals were. 
And even if a kid has a bike, you know, they want a new bike, get a picture of that bike and look at that every day. Your mind will start figuring out a way to get that bike. Right. Okay. I like it. That's I used to go door to door when I was a little kid, knock on doors, trying to sell stuff so I couldn't, you know, make Bruh. some extra money. So, <laughs> you were, you, you were, so, well, so Robert, what you're telling me is you were a hustler. <laughs> I was a little entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. Shop local. I actually um, use Remedy Health in um, Oshkosh here that I go to for um, my health. And I love uh, Zeroni's Pizza. love going there and they Ooh. got a buffet and they got all these different pizzas that you don't see everywhere else, something different. I've got to talk to both the owners. They're just down-to-earth people and the staff is always very friendly. So I yeah. love that place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Their Shout practice. out to John. You know John's been a guest. Okay, good. And I've actually thought, hey, why don't I go there for lunch after the show? <laughs> <laughs> So that's what you're, that's where you're headed. Yeah. All right. That's a fantastic idea. And I don't want to definitely, I don't want to take any business away from John at all because Zeroni's pizza is fantastic. When he came to visit, my favorite pizza there is the Thai pizza and he sure he brought us some. So it, he's a really, really good, big shout out to John. Um, There's a lot of stuff for the community. Oh yes. Uh, well that used to be uh, when my daughter went to school, my daughter went to school to at North, um, high school she uh that was the hangout for the soccer parents so uh we would meet there and those zuggets are addicting those things <laughs> those little those little bites uh with the uh i think it's parmesan cheese on them um yeah like oh uh, you you think you're just gonna eat a few but then you, you eat a whole basket of them before you know can't get enough of those so um Diversity. Diversity. I, you know, I like to talk about, I just want everybody to get along. You know, I don't care if you're black, white. I was actually a prison guard for 19 years, and my goal in there was to treat everybody the same. I don't know what you want to know what you're in there for, and let's just treat everybody the same as whatever color you are. My Kind of my goal was if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Um, so it doesn't matter what color. So I've always been out there to help. This, let's just all do it together. Even organizations like the chambers are always fight, you know, kind of almost fighting or going against each other. It's like, why can't we all work together no matter what it is? Okay. Um, fair enough. And entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. I, like I said, I used to go around when I was probably 12 years old. My dad worked at the uh, Green Bay Correctional Institute, and I'd go there in the morning with them, drive in the car, sleep for about an hour, and get up and walk around all day, knock on doors, and sell things. And I think I <clears throat> wasn't a very good salesperson, but I can tell you that a lot of the girls, pro- ladies probably bought from me just because I was a little kid walking around on the doors. And it's like, I got to buy something from this kid. He's uh, going door to door, and we have to do something. So I usually did pretty good and made something extra that I was looking to make. Um, okay. Uh, you have a business, correct? Yes. Um, have you had multiple businesses? Yeah, I've sold five businesses already. I've been in business for, um, March was 40 years. Oh. So right now I'm doing, right now I do coaching and consulting, plus I do score mentoring. So mentor, when we do a score is free. Um, there's actually 10,000 mentors in the, over 10,000, almost 11,000 mentors in the United States that are willing to help people for free. So, but I charge clients and I do both. So I can send people to score. I do have some people that I mentor for free and then, um, my business is a consulting coaching business. Okay. Um, what is the best piece of advice you have for 
uh, well, I'm going to ask it both ways. I want a piece of advice for somebody who's looking to become an entrepreneur and a piece of advice for someone who maybe is a little more established, who's actually maybe started the business. I would definitely say if you're starting out in business, um, you know, get a mentor. Um, I always thought mentors were for rich people and knowing score, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to have any money. You can go there and run your idea past somebody and get some ideas. So you're not starting out without knowing anything. Um, for businesses that are established, I can tell probably tell you that I, if I would have to pick one thing out, is following up with people. So <clears throat> most people in businesses, they don't follow up. And the statistically tell you that um, Tony Robbins just had a podcast that I listened to 16 times to follow up to make a sale. And there's probably, I'm going to say, almost no salespeople that follow up that many times unless they have a system. So following up is a key to keeping your clients. 68% of clients leave a business because they feel unappreciated or forgotten about. So you have to follow up with customers and leads. So, Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break here for... Hi, I'm Dawn Gulke, the Executive Director of Casa of the Fox Cities. Science proves that one consistent adult can change the story of a child. Could that one person be you? Become a court-appointed special advocate. Build a relationship with a child, help identify their needs, and give that child a voice in a process that can otherwise feel lonely. Contact us today. Children who have experienced abuse and neglect can't wait. Learn more about Casa of the Fox Cities at casafc.org or call Leah at 920-257-4733. Okay, we're going to jump into the next segment, which is the Kosh Hidden Gems. Um, Kosh Hidden Gems is your opportunity to share something, and it doesn't have to be Oshkosh. It can be the Fox Cities region um, of something that people may know about or not know about or something about something they do. Maybe they do know about it, but they don't know a particular detail about it. What do you have? I'm going to um, put out there, you know, this is I'm a business guy, so I'm going to talk about a business gem. And uh, HBBA is a, it's called called HBBA. It stands for Helping Businesses Build Assets. It's a nonprofit organization, actually co-founded, um, and it's an organization that helps businesses connect together and help each other get uh, referrals to each other. We actually have a Ch- Oshkosh chapter, Appleton, Nina, and Green Bay, and actually down in um, Brookfield and Wausau. So we have thirteen chapters in the state, and that's uh, a it's a hidden gem because people don't realize that um, there's an organization out there called HB or a BNI. They're a huge organization. They're for profit franchise. Um, they got 33 million members at one time. I'm not sure what it is right now, but they charge a lot of, I'm not going to say numbers, but they charge a lot of money. We charge about 20, 30 times less than they do and uh, help businesses in the community. So you can look that up, hbbaconnects.com. Well, we're going to we're gonna do better than making our listeners look it up. We're going to put a link for it inside of our podcast notes. So, uh, um, Robert, we're going to make sure, you know, Robert, you got to hook me up so I can hook our listeners up. We'll do that. All right. Um, what's the cash need or what's the Fox Cities need? I, I, you know, I was trying to think of that idea because um, – 
being not exactly from the area right now, but you know, I just want people to work together. Is there a way that we can make people or not make, but get everybody together to help each other? Just, you know, don't matter what color, what, who you are, what you do, let's all be in this thing together. If you don't agree with other people, um, you know, give them some slack. Tony Robbins has a thing where, um, maybe I can talk a little story here. Um, I used to get road rage and, uh, (laughs) you, you and every other person who drives. Right. Well, and, and actually I had that all my life and I look back in my life and I'm like, you know, when I was younger, even I had efficiency, I could tell I could go through green Bay. I could make every light, almost every light. Some of them you can never make no matter how fast or how slow you go. But I had this all down and I used to have this all in my head thinking that at the end of the day, if I save two minutes here, one minute here, five minutes here, I'm going to have all this extra time at the end of the day. So my, um, my belief was to be efficient. And then when Tony Robbins, uh, we talked, had a, had a talk about it. Um, he always does stuff and then you share. So we shared this and what I had to realize is that people, um, have different beliefs in me and different values. So somebody that maybe killed somebody in a car accident, their value is not to get their efficient. Their value is to get their safe. So when I get behind somebody and they're driving slow, I look up and I say, God, thank you for teaching me patience. And uh, please make this guy drive faster. <laughs> and, I, and I swear about half the time they drive faster after I pray. Mm. So, but I try and, you know, I, I have to say they have a different need so I can't be mad at that person because they're driving slow. So I've actually been very good at doing that now. It's a really good perspective uh, that you don't know what someone else has dealt with and why they may do things to think the way that they do them. That's a really good lesson. And it can be, you know, not just for that for anything. Yeah, no, that's that's true. And I mean, um, most of the time we spend a lot of time looking at uh, things from our personal lens and uh but when we're interacting with people, we we all need to do, we need to be considering and, and think about what the other person may be experiencing or, or why they do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that's super important. And just your normal interactions with humans and uh, being empathetic. Time for the Naughty Slash Heroes Corner. This is your opportunity to nominate somebody to the naughty or the heroes corner, or it's not even, it doesn't have to be a person. It could be a thing. It could be an organization. It could be whatever you want it to be. So what do you have for us, Robert? And I kind of thought deep into this and what, what would be the, you know, make the biggest impact with anybody. And I have to, I had to keep coming back to Tony Robbins. You know, he's, he's a guy I've been studying for a long time made a huge difference in my life, whether it's uh, losing weight and there, I have another limiting belief that I also had, we can maybe talk about um, later, but Tony Robbins, um, if you haven't seen him, just go do his Ted talk. It's one of the top Ted talks of all time. And if you're not familiar with Ted talks, there's Ted talks all over the country. They, they actually, people have to get in, put in an application and get picked to be on a Ted talk. So it's all the best of the best people doing talks around the country. And you can Google anything with a TED talk and, and they only get 20 minutes to talk. So if you want to hear Tony Robbins events are 60, 80 hour events, he's got to talk to you and tell you his best stuff in 20 minutes. So that's a great one. And this, they're not related, but my other one is Mel Robbins. So she, she was the number one woman coach in the, in the country. She stopped saying that she's a woman coach. Cause I think I still follow her and like her. So I'm not a girl 
So uh, she likes um, helping everybody. So I think she stopped saying that. So, but she does a thing called um, the five second rule. And it's basically we have thoughts, intuitions, ideas all the time. And if you don't do something in five seconds, so she actually goes five, four, three, two, one, go and do right, do something, take some kind of action. If you write it down, make a phone call, just make a note, whatever that is. If you don't, your mind will make an excuse to keep you in your comfort zone. So you want, you have to take action on your ideas that you get in your mind. There's a reason, uh, intuition that got, got, you feel that in your gut that you should do something. And then we don't, and your mind will just say, well, I can do that later. So, cause your mind is, we're made to, made to keep you in your comfort zone. We're not made to jump out of there. So she gives you that way to do that. And then she also has another one called the five high five habit. And that's basically just when you get up in the morning, most people beat themselves up. You look in the mirror. Some people don't even look in the mirror and some people do. If you do look in the mirror, most people beat themselves up. Why didn't I get this done tomorrow? Why didn't I get this? And, um, so she says, you know, give yourself a high five right in the mirror and pretend, you know, talk to your spirit, talk right into your eyes and say, Hey, I'm a great, I'm a great person. I'm a, you know, give yourself a high five and start that day out. Great. So then she's got a couple of great books and, um, actually the one five second rule, I'll even give you a quick story. I was down in Punta Cana and me and my wife were on a all inclusive. So we we're having some drinks, at long Island iced teas most of the day. So you can imagine <laughs> how, how uh, tipsy might be. <laughs> Gotta celebrate those. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, she's like, and neither one of us dance and she's like, let's go to the disco. And I'm thinking in my head, well, why are we going to the disco? Neither one of us dance. So, but she uh, was tipsy also. So. We actually go down to the disco and where she goes out on the dance floor and dances and there's 15, 20 people out there and I'm sitting there looking at her and my mind says, just go dance with her. Who cares? And my, I was like, dang book, five, four, three, two, one. And I went out and danced with her and, and, and we both had a blast. And the funny part is I even had two people compliment me on my moves on the dance floor. What? <laughs> Bruh. You got moves. Are you holding out on us, Robert? You got moves. Yeah, I must have them. I must have them. <laughs> See, they're hidden in there somewhere. You didn't even know, but I did have fun. I did it for myself, and we—I danced for about forty-five minutes straight, and we—we we both had a blast. So, all right, so making that, yourself do them things you normally would never have got out there if it wasn't for that book. Reading that book—that is an awesome narrative, an awesome narrative. I think this is a great opportunity for us to go back to what you mentioned earlier around the what in the world is going on with, and uh, we we got away from it, and. Um, was it the, it had something to do with the six needs? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, if I had to go into anything, um, I've probably uh, talked to people, over 500 people about this before, and I've done it in chamber of commerce groups, actually, and different groups that I've went to and been as a guest speaker. So if you're out there looking for somebody, I'm, I love to do that kind of things because I think this is, can make the biggest impact in people's lives by doing the six needs. So um, I'll kind of, go through them. So we do, um, there's six reasons we do what we do. And, and if you go to Tony Robbins, t- Ted talk that I told you about, he's going to talk a little bit about this. So I, I think he does it obviously better than me. I don't know if people will be listen. sure to put that link into the uh, podcast notes, but I'll give you an ex- explanation. You'll hear it differently from me than you might hear from him and you'll hear different things. But the first need is certainty. We all have to stay away from pain. So what do we do to stay away from pain is you know, people will give up goals. They'll give up um, dreams just to stake a certain, um, comfort means comfort, um, paying your bills on time. Some people like my wife has to have the house clean to keep her certainty. Um, I used to make little messes up and she, that would bother. And I didn't know that for 
took I was a slow learner. It took fifteen years to learn that them little messes. <laughs> <laughs> the messes mean a lot to her to keep them clean to have her certainty in her in her life. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, the second one, and and you can meet certainty by watching a movie. Some people meet certainty by reading books. Um, you know, having your friends. You know, you so you can meet it all different ways. The second one is uncertainty. Got through a wrench in there and said, you know, we also need some uncertainty in our lives, which is mystery, surprise, variety. So we have to have that. Have that. We don't like surprises, but we like to. We like surprises, but we don't like. We want to kind of know about what's what the surprise, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but surprise and mystery. Sometimes it's reading the book too can give you uncertainty because you don't know what's going to happen. That movie, you don't know what's going to happen. So um, I met uncertainty. One of my favorite ways I've ever done is go to NASCAR school and go race on Chicago Land and Milwaukee Mile. Bruh. Wait a minute, NASCAR school? There's a school for NASCAR? Well, you go down there. It's give you class for uh, about an hour to give you class, and then they let you go out and race on the track. Wow! So you have to go to the class before you go to the. So it's uh, it's kind of school or class, I should say. Yes, more than school. How was that? Um, it was awesome. I mean, I felt I had this high for months getting to go 160 miles an hour around the track. I love speed. Was it better than dancing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might've dan- might danced when I got out of the car. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I like that. But, uh, but that was way, one way that ways I met my need of uncertainty. And, uh, <clears throat> but that was kind of cool. And some people do it with gambling, you know, doing drugs, doing alcohol. We get uncertainty cause we don't know what's going to happen. So there are a couple other ways that, that meet your needs. Um, you also grow. You know, there's uncertainty whenever you grow. Get on your comfort zone. That's certainly uncertainty. So the next one is uh, significance. People have to feel important. Um, and some people meet that. And, and all these needs, I didn't say that when I started, but people can meet the need positively, negatively, or neutral. So sometimes right. people do things ne- negative, and they meet the needs, and they don't understand why they're doing them. And I'll give you an example at the end here, some examples. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uncertain, um, six, uh, significance people can, if you've seen a person with, uh, 15 earrings in their ears or every orifice of their body, they're doing that to be significant. They have more earrings, uh, guys that have tattoos or even women nowadays, you know, they have tattoos all over the body. If I have more tattoos, I can be more significant. I have, if I go lift weights and I lift, I have all the muscles in the world, I'm more significant. I can go get PhDs and get every go to college for the rest of my life and uh, get all these things. And I get significance from meeting that. Um, and <clears throat> the biggest way that a lot of people meet significance is having a problem. So if you have a problem, you can be more significant than other, but anybody else. So if you have a friend or a person in your life, that's always complaining, that's the reason they're doing it is because they have to get significance because they're not meeting it any other way. So they're, they have to have a problem to meet that need. And then you feel sorry for them. Um, and which is the next need is, is connection and love. So, um, but problems are biggest thing in the world for people meeting needs and it's easy, the simplest way to, to, to meet a need is to have a problem. Mm, so, yeah, so interesting. Uh, that, that's a perspective. Yeah. And, uh, and so meeting the need with, um, a, a problem too is you, know, you can have violence. You know, people can meet a need, meet, actually can get certainty, uncertainty and, um, significance and actually get a connection. So the one need is love and connection. You can be connected. If I put a gun to your head right now, we're pretty connected. I'm pretty significant to you. I'm certain. Right. That I'm gonna... <laughs> Let's so, not do that. No, no, no. I don't even have one. So. Yeah. But, 
But um, but I mean, you can. That's why people. That's why there's always going to be violence in the world because people can meet four needs, and if you meet three needs, you can be addicted to that behavior, whether which it was a positive, negative, or neutral. So that's why there always will be violence because people meet needs. They don't feel significance, but if they go have uh, violence or rob people, they can meet that need. So um, the in love and connection is what is it mostly guys. We're, we do connections. We go out with our buddies. We have our, you know, we, you know, meet with people. Um, <clears throat> love and connect, or love is mostly women, but, you know, it can be both ways. But um, myself, I was in the Army. I was a correctional officer, 19 years. I didn't think I needed love. So this is kind of a story that I've learned myself. Because when I did these, Tony Robbins has you number one to six, and the top two drive you are your driving forces in your life. So I had love and connection way down on the bottom. And uh, <clears throat> I think it was about five years ago when my wife came home and said, um, I'm going to move out. So, and, and we have a great relationship, and, and it would end up coming down to some other things. wasn't our relationship, but I, um, I won't get into that. But it's anyways, it was she was going to move out, so I lost my love. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess I need love more than I thought I did because I always met it with all these connections in business. I had business groups. I had a golf I have a golf team that I always ran. I ran a basketball uh, team and played in the city league for till I was 50. So I was a coach player. Um, so I always had people get together. I planned golf trips with all my buddies a couple of times a year. So I meet a connection by doing that. And, I, and I'd actually say, why don't my other, why don't my friends ever plan this? Why do I have to plan everything? Right. Cause then I look back and say, guess what? My values are different than theirs. I would need to have that connection with my friends and they don't need it as much as I do. So I have to plan it if I want to keep that. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, you can meet connection by going to church, by smoke, you know, just think about, look at cigarettes. Why do people smoke cigarettes? You know, you get that connection with people. They go, Hey, let's go outside and have a cigarette. They get certainty from taking that puff of that cigarette. And it's mostly the air they breathe in, <sighs> take that deep breath. And they're getting certainty from that. And of course they get uncertainty. They don't know what's going to happen to them, that what's their health going to be like and, and that. And then they get, sometimes people meet it by significance. If you remember, uh, the old days, the guys in the high school would roll up their sleeve and put their cigarettes in their sleeve, and they were the cool guys. So they got that significance from doing that. So, um, and and people going, you know, going to church, you can meet all four needs that, that we've talked about. So you can get addicted to that behavior. Um, negatively, it can say my son's actually in prison right now. He can get all four of them needs. He gets certainty that he's um, got his bills paid. He doesn't have to worry about what's going on. That safety that he gets from being in there. Um, he gets uncertainty. You don't know what's going to happen in there. He likes to fight, so he, you know there he gets in fights sometimes. Um, so he gets that uncertainty, and then he gets significance. And especially if you've been in prison, and you go back uh, working in there. I can see them guys come back, and they, you know if you come back more often, people respect you more when you're in there. And of course, he and then he lifted weights, so he was always a buff, and he had that respect that he got when he went in there. And then he got a connection with the other inmates. So it's inmates against the guards. The the society that put him in jail or whoever that is. Um, but they get, he's, he meets all four needs and he keeps going back. He's been in, I don't know, five, six times. So I, we've explained this. I've actually even brought him to Tony Robbins and he understands this and he still goes back to the behaviors and, and doesn't realize he's meet, meeting these needs by going there. So, and then there's the last two needs are spiritual needs. Um, okay. So they're not religious, but they're spiritual. And the, fir the first one is growth. And we talked about that. If you don't grow, you die. You're, People probably heard that saying. So we want to grow as and get out of our comfort zone, which is getting out of that you know zone to grow. But 
you're always looking to grow. There's a thing, if, you, if you're always growing, you're having progress, and progress equals happiness. So whenever we, we're moving away, we, we can't stay the same. You're not staying the same in your business. If you're not growing, your relationships aren't growing. If you're not working on them and growing, um, so we, we're either going up or down. You can't stay neutral. So figuring out a way to grow in this world. And then the last one is contribution, giving back, you know, yourself giving back and people having this podcast, you know, meeting contribution by giving people other ways to, um, to help others, basically, and you're giving back. That's what drives me. I, if, if I had to pick one way, it's contribution. I love to help people. I'd love to grow, grow, do people help, you know, but the growing isn't the biggest one, but I, I've got addicted to growing so I can give back. That's what, if I keep learning, I can give, give more people back more information or help people with their issues that they have. So that's the six needs. That was thorough. <laughs> that was really thorough. Yeah. All right. And you can go into it. I could probably talk another half hour on it probably. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, well, now it is that time. It is time for the topic of the week. The topic of the week is always chosen by our guest. So, Robert, what is our topic? The topic of the week. Um, yeah, I, built, I guess a, <laughs> it was supposed to be the six needs. Well, oh, no. I I thought, um, is it score? And score, yeah. All right. Let me, I can probably talk to you a little bit more about score. <clears throat> score is... Um, the Small Business Administration funds it. The, there's 11,000 volunteers, so there is a couple people in this. There's probably only one or two people in the state that get paid by SCORE to, to run everything. Everybody else volunteers. Um, and there's people in there. It used to, in the old days, it stand, uh, SCORE used to stand for Service Corps of Retired Business Executives. In the 60s, a bunch of old, you know older guys that had been retired got together and said, how can we help our communities? So they got this organization put together, and they, were, they would mentor people starting out. So they, so, um, and they changed that because there's no, you know, I've been doing it for over 15 years. I've mentored almost 500 businesses and it's, um, I'm still 61, so I'm not retired. So they changed that thing. There's young kids in here that are very sharp with social media. There's, you know, there's people that have sold their companies and for millions of dollars and they just want to help out. Um, just interviewed a guy that, that sold his company for quite a bit of money and he, he mentors businesses right now. Um, there's another guy that just sold his business that for, for quite a bit of money too. And he, he's, um, helping people with marketing and numbers and knowing their numbers. So there's all kinds of mentors all over the country. It, we used to meet in person and now it's on, on a zoom call usually. So I've mentored people from te Boston to Texas to California, Oregon, you know, so all over the country I've mentored people, not just in this area. So you can find an expert out of them, 10, 11,000 people any, for any subject that you're looking to do and probably somebody that has started a business that you're looking to start. How does someone reach out to SCORE? Um, you can go on SCORE.org is the website, so it's pretty simple, SCORE Touchdown, S-C-O-R-E.org, and they have, you could probably go on there and listen to so many videos if you like to grow or learn stuff about businesses. They have, pod, they have podcasts, they have different uh, events on there. We have local events. Um, actually on the 13th of July, I'm doing an event, um, on how to build a, your elevator pitch. 
I would believe one of the easiest ways to grow business without spending any money is getting down what you say you do when somebody goes, what do you do for a living? And if I said, I'm a marketing guy, they go, okay. I want them to say, you know, what do you, how do you do that? So we're going to have a guest speaker. He's a wordsmith down actually from the Appleton area. Um, that's going to be our guest speaker on the call. And then I interview him on the call. Okay. Um, give me, well, you've said you've probably assisted about 500 businesses. Can you share a narrative of one uh, you don't have to name the business, but uh, can you share a narrative of one um, that was successful and what were what was the guidance or mentorship that you you helped them or you shared with them that helped make them successful? Sure. And I think I can do this because uh, um, he's given me permission to talk about him before. And we just he actually was just in the Green Bay Press Gazette yesterday, I believe it was. An article on this, so I, it's public knowledge. Okay, um, uh, that's even better. We like public knowledge, <laughs> And normally in score, we can't say names, but you know, because it's all confidentially. So if you get a counselor, you're it's confidential. I don't talk to my wife about what anybody talks to me about business. Okay. But this this was in the press gazette yesterday, so I can talk about it. The guy has a dog a bed bug business with a dog, just like a canine that finds drugs. This dog finds bed bugs. Ooh. And uh, so he started out. <laughs> I had to just take a moment of pause on that alone. First of all, bed bugs already just even t- saying the word bed bugs causes a little bit of creepy crawly. Yep. And then a dog that can smell them. Yep. That's amazing. And, and he started out and he came to score. Um, he was making less than $10,000 a year doing this. And he came to score. The first mentor he got was uh a guy named Jim's Jim Fitzpatrick and he was a he's he's retired but he's a numbers guy so he sat down with them how many how many people do you need to see who is your target market you know started sitting them down and knowing how many people he has to see to break even how much do you need to make and make a profit and then he, when he was ready he sent him said Bob can you mentor him with marketing so I've been helping him with marketing for years um, he's making six figures now and then now right now we're working on how to take this to sell it to other cities so we're looking at like not franchising it but into licensing agreements that he can give them all his stuff that he does and so we're working on that right now so probably it's in the work work so it probably we're, we got it planned for about a year from now um or about nine months because we've been doing it for a couple three about three months right now mm. so he's so he's went from ten thousand over a hundred thousand dollars by taking advice obviously just advice from us didn't make him the money he did the work right he took the actions he and, and how many years and it's been probably about five years. Okay. That's a good so he, trajectory. So he's got a good business going, good business model. Yeah. Uh, the, well, I think the star model of it, it would be the dog. Um, how do you get a dog trained to, and to they, do they that? Have training facilities. They do? It's in Colorado. Yep. You bring the, the dog goes down there, you buy the dog and they train them. And then you come down there and they train you with the dog. Uh, so the dogs are by himself and gets trained just like a canine would be. Oscar, I think you need to start making some rent money. (laughs) 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 Somehow, I don't think uh, I don't think Bosco's cut out for the work. (laughs) (laughs) That's fascinating, Um, and that's a really cool business. And to be able to get some guidance and mentorship where you can grow from like ten thousand dollars to over a hundred thousand dollar a year business—that's fantastic. Five years—that seems like a good trajectory. Um, yeah, he's done all the work. He's very good, very hard worker. You know, and, and the dog actually can only work about five, four hours a day. Hmm. And it's, it's, you know, they're trained in certain different ways, but 
the dog can only work four hours and, and, uh, and then you even, if you don't get jobs, you got to keep the dog going. You can't just, Oh, I don't have a job today. Don't do anything. The dog has to be trained every single day. So it's a, a commitment. Oh, so he's done a lot of work and, and commitment to that, to the dog. It's his you know friend and, well, yeah, you know, you take, he loves dogs. So now it's a dog that makes him money and they got that connection too. Well, but some it, of the dogs have to, he was just telling me that the other day, some dogs can't be in the family. It depends on the dog. Sometimes they have to stay in the kennel and that's, they're only made to work. So it's the, but his dog has got used to the family and, and, uh, been able to take it, take it as both, do both. Well, the dog at this point is a business partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. That's how I take it. Yeah, it's a really good business partner. Yeah, that's probably one of the best business partners. Uh, it gives a whole new definition to we'll work for food. <laughs> and that's what he does. He Bruh. gets treats. <laughs> when he finds bugs, he gets, he gets rewarded by treats. Oh, see, so. Bosco just gets treats <laughs> and belly rubs. He, and he, he basically cycles between the two. <laughs> All right. That is fantastic um anything else you would like to share about score and we may have said that before but it's not just for new businesses you know i've mentored multi-million dollar businesses that were just stuck and not knowing where to go next and uh, they came to us i can't say names but they can't you know multi-million dollar companies nonprofits to any business really if you're not looking to if you're stuck there's a Stuck, frustrated, overwhelmed with what you're doing, you know, the score is a great place to start and it doesn't cost a penny. There's no fees. Um, sometimes they have like a small fee for uh, events that they do to pay, to get more, more marketing for the chapters. But uh, Green Bay chapter, we never charge for anything. Um, and there's a chapel, chapter in Oshkosh and Appleton. Appleton has a, a, a extension in Oshkosh. So there is chapters right here in this area. There's a Milwaukee chapter a Madison chapter and a, a Marshfield chapter. So in the Wausau area. So there's five chapters in Wisconsin. There's mm. about, th- I think there's two, uh, there's 300 in around the country. And one last question. Currently, how many re and just were, and I'm just going to ask for this region, um, Fox cities region. How many businesses are you currently mentoring? If you know, uh, and I don't, I, I'm sure it's in the foul, you know, green Bay we've had, you know, more than 20 or two, 3,000 clients that we have on a list. So I know that we've, that, that are active. So there's been more than that. And Appleton chapter is actually bigger than Green Bay. Okay. So the Appleton Oshkosh chapter has more mentors than we do. I think if I'm not mistaken, they have almost 50 mentors that will help you out. So there anything from what you need, finance to marketing to any, you know, anything you're having issues with the company, there'll be somebody that can help you. That is sweet. Thank you, Robert. Hi, I'm Dawn Gulke, the Executive Director of Casa of the Fox Cities. Science proves that one consistent adult can change the story of a child. Could that one person be you? Become a court-appointed special advocate. Build a relationship with a child, help identify their needs, and give that child a voice in a process that can otherwise feel lonely. Contact us today. Children who have experienced abuse and neglect can't wait. Learn more about Casa of the Fox Cities at casafc.org or call Leah at 920-257-4733.
it's that time of the show where we start winding down. Uh, once again, Kosh listeners, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, as you know, we are a work in progress. Uh, we are always trying to get better and grow. Um, what I can share with you is the next episode, uh, we're going to try. I, hey, I re- actually received a phone call. Um, and so we're going to have another another installment of Ask the Kosh. So I can't wait to share that with you in our next episode, which will be super fun. Um, you know, if you would like to be on the show, if you've got an opinion, if there's anything you want to say, let us know how we're doing or whatever you want to say. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us at Ask the Kosh at gmail.com once again that is ask the at gmail.com or you can also leave us a voicemail the voicemail you can do anything on the voicemail we're all for it you can send your shout outs which we will play live on air or you can leave us messages for ask the Kosh, or however you like to utilize it and that phone number is 920-385-9298 once again that is 920-385-9298 and the last thing that i want to say is do not forget that we have Kosh gear the Kosh gear is i'm once again i'm gonna say this i don't know if i have the right to say it but i'm totally gonna say it because i believe it it is the summer farmer's market gear for the Kosh. if you want to say i'm local and i'm about that life here in the Kosh. You should have a Vakash shirt. I just think that's how it goes. And what's even better than a shirt? The hat. And I'll tell you why. Because it's fitted in mesh. Which means that in this summertime heat, and I don't know about you, but it's been hot lately. Nice mesh hats work well in the heat. Wear that over to that burrito stand. I am. That's going to happen this morning. Your, your listeners, too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm hoping so. <laughs> like, if I see you out there in the farmer's market world with like the Kosh shirt or hat, you're totally catching a high five. And if you're lucky enough, maybe you catch a Bloody Mary. I'm just saying, if that, if you just happen to catch me at any of those um, libation facilities that are along the farmer's market path, <laughs> these things can happen. There's nothing better than that. <laughs> All right. Um, now, you know what time it is? Well, let me just help you out with that, Robert. It's my favorite time of the show. It is shout out time. So, Robert, who do you got? Who are you shouting out? Um, I would like to shout out to Tanner Thorne. He's actually the president of the HBBA. I was talking about the nonprofit that we help businesses in the state. Okay. Um, he's the president. And he does so much over, you know, just helping out other people and doing so much volunteer work. So, um, Mark. Dunning is also a vice, he's also on the board and the guy gives, I don't know how many nonprofits he's helping, but he drive. I mean, I shouldn't say drive. It just like drives me when I see how many things he's helping people with. So them two. And then actually the last one was you, you know, I wanted to shout out to you for helping people and getting this information out to people and helping. So, Hey, I appreciate that. Uh, we do try. We are at, we're about as community based as community based can get. (laughs) Um, for my shout outs this week, I, I want to send a shout out to uh, a gentleman named Muhammad that I met um, from from Nina's ma- mosque and uh, him and his son, Hassan, 
thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you for uh, educating me. And I look forward to working with you. I'm like, I'm super excited to learn more. Um, want to send a shout out to Fox cities, world relief, all the good work that they're doing, uh, not just what they're doing, but what they have been doing the entire time. Um, the two offices that I know about the one in Oshkosh and the one in Appleton, um, for all our refugee families and, particularly my connection with them right now is surrounding our Afghan families that have come into the region. Um, thank you for the work. Um, and a shout out to Tammy in particular, who is the director of the program. You are fantastic for all that you do. Big shout out to my man, Chris Annis, uh, for t- getting me on track. Sometimes you have a person that comes along who you trust and they kick you down with that piece of advice and maybe it wouldn't make sense to anybody else, but it makes sense to you. Well, it made sense. So there has been a course correction. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Nicole. Nicole, yes. Got your voicemail. Yes, we will have you on the next episode, or at least we will have the question. Nicole is a trusty listener uh, who does not hesitate to let us know how she feels. Or if she has a question, she would like to have uh uh, have a conversation about on the cash uh, shout out to Daphne and shout out to Sherry um, so we're at the last part of the show here Robert and what that is is the parting words of wisdom and actually the way that we do this is you've got two choices or actually three choices so you can either share parting words of wisdom or you can tell us what would yourself today tell your 12-year-old self or option C, both, all of the above? Okay. So. I was just thinking of one other thing I wanted to bring up. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that would be perfect. This perfect time for it. Words yeah. of wisdom. Um, if you want to change anything in life, there's three ways to go. Um, and they're, they're not that, they're simple, but they're also complicated to, you know, to have to take that action, but. If you, if you have a problem, if you have anything you want to change in life of anything, um, it starts with physiology, the way you stand. If you notice a guy walks in the room and he's got his shoulders back, you know, most people are like, I'm not messing with that dude. He's, you know, you can tell he's got that confidence. So we can do that by putting our hands on our hips. You can actually uh, get chemicals in your body just by putting your hands or st- super um, poses that we have. So feeling strong about yourself. Second one is what do you say to yourself and the meaning you give things? So um, focus and meaning can take a huge difference. So what do you, you know, make sure, uh, you know, if I had to tell my younger kid, watch what you say to yourself, you know, thinking I was fat all my life, got that in my head and it took me 50 some years to get that out. So the language we use, the meaning that we give it, the focus at what do we focus on? So you can focus on what the world throws at us, or you can go look at focusing on what you want to go. So let's say you want to start a business, you know, do you sit and wait for the news to come on or do you go sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to go listen to stuff on marketing and business, starting businesses. So words of wisdom, um, you know, and action beats knowledge. So when you learn something that doesn't, doesn't mean that you, you know everything, right? You have to take the action on what you learn. So facts. That's what I got to say about that. What'd you think? I love it. It's a good time. Appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate you coming on the show. To the next time, the Kosh.